Welcome back to another audio podcast from the Line Movers Network. As always, thank you for joining us today. You can check out all of our content on thelinemovers.net. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at the underscore LM Network for all your up-to-the-minute gambling needs. We appreciate your continued support. Welcome back to another episode of Today's Tickets. It is episode 32, and it is March 1st, 2023. We're going to focus on the Tampa Bay Rays for today. Last year, they finished with a record of 86 and 76. Um, Overall lineup last year, you'll see Kevin Kiermeyer gone from the lineup last year. We won't see G-Man Choi anymore. Uh, Other than that, Brett Phillips will be gone. Most of other people come back here. Mike Zanino will be gone. Um, mainly, other than that, you'll be seeing the lineup from 2022, as the 2023 lineup will be Yandy Diaz, first base, Wander Franco, shortstop, Randy Arozarena, center field, Brandon Lowe, second base, Harold Ramirez will bat DH at in the fifth spot. Manuel Margot will be outfield and he'll be hitting sixth. Third baseman Isaac Paredes, we seen him come up last year, hit 20 home runs in this short period of time he was up. Um, then we'll see Christian Betancourt taking over the catching spot and batting eighth and Jose Siri playing in the outfield. Um, real question here for the Rays is where is the power going to come from? Last year they finished... 25th in home runs with only 139 home runs total in the ML or in the entire season as a team. They finished 21st in RBIs, 21st in runs, and 17th in average. So they were in the bottom half in all of those offensive categories. Uh, I guess what saved them is obviously their pitching staff, as they do like to keep their starters on a short leash. No starting pitcher last year pitched. Um, for the Rays, more than 167 innings as Shane McClanahan went 167, uh, 166 and one third inning actually for with the 12 and eight record 2.54 ERA. But we know the Rays like to do that bullpen first thing where they'll send a bullpen or a, a bullpen seventh eighth inning guy uh, middle reliever out for an inning or two to start the game and then they'll do the um, presumable long relief pitcher for three to four innings to get them to the sixth inning and then they're in a three inning game again um You'll see here starting pitching staff will look like Shane McClanahan, Tyler Glass now coming back from injury. Uh, he did get to pitch a little bit in the postseason, but wasn't as effective as what he you would have liked him to be if you were a Rays fan. Uh, you got Drew Rasmussen, 11-7 and seven last year, 125 Ks, 2.84 ERA, and he pitched 146 innings for the Rays. You got Jeffrey Springs, 9-5 and five ERA. Um, or 9-5 and five record with a 2.46 ERA, uh, 135 innings pitched. So all of these starters here that are coming back have low ERAs. Obviously, Tyler Glass now, with the exception of not playing him for over a year. Um, and then you throw Zach Eflin in there as their third starter, as their uh, fifth starter this year. I don't know that that's going to be the, the end-all, be-all for them. But here, you also still have Shane Baz. Um, and you'll still have Ryan Yarbrough, or Ryan Yarbrough actually leaves and goes to Kansas City. Um, so 
you still have Baz, but you're looking at your five starters there. Zach Eflin probably won't be in the rotation for the entire year. Um, questions here is where does the power come from on offense? And are they going to be able to maintain a 3.4 ERA, team ERA, like they did last year and finish fourth in the league? Are they going to be able to keep their opponents um, to the eighth lowest batting average in the league as well? Like the Rays have relied heavily on the bullpen the last couple of years. They've relied heavily on this bullpen philosophy. We'll throw a couple bullpen starters out. Um, 88 and a half is a lot of wins for this team however they seem to do it all the time i do see them finishing right around the 87 to 91 92 range i don't have an official play right now on it on this um team here but if you watch the market it does look like there are some underbetters out there as you can see a minus 105 on DraftKings um and a minus 110 across the board everywhere else so it does look like the under has been bet under 88 and a half just to the smidge but here you're looking at a raised team it's very hard to predict these teams year in and year out you see a very competitive team that pretty much um, they're going to play low scoring games last year against the run line. They were 79 and 83. So they were 10 games over 500, but against the run line, they were four games under 500. Um, just tells you how many games they're in that are competitive. They, they had 44 saves last year in 80 save opportunities. So a lot of bullpen opportunities for this Rays team. Uh, we know they'll have some prospects that come up and make a splash, and we'll, we won't have heard of them, but I'll do my best to give you the ones that I have heard of. Um, here you got Aslevius Bosby, and he's the second baseman. And right now in spring training, he's four for six. He's got seven RBIs and a home run. Um, Austin Shenton, third baseman, he's two for five, two runs in, in uh, spring training, and Tristan Gray, shortstop, he's got five hits already in spring training this year. Um, just some things to note there. The Rays always go, you know, into their farm system, bring them up. These guys, just like Wander Franco, Randy Arozarena, these are guys we haven't heard of until they, and Isaac Paredes, until they come up. Um we're hoping that Franco can have a better year than what he did last year as, you know, uh, this will be his third year in the league. But he hit 277 last year. If we can have him, if if the Rays can have him, Randy Rosarena hit 263. I think uh, you're looking at a team that's going to be competitive. They'll probably get very close to 90 wins. I do think Toronto will be a little better this year, and I'm going to tell you about Toronto on episode 33. Um, but right now for the Rays, if, if you're looking at anything right now, I, I would look for maybe, um, McClanahan, Cy Young numbers as he did come very, very close to getting in the Cy Young running last year. He had a think one or two bad starts, uh, in August one was against Cincinnati where he let up six or seven runs and, and that kind of knocked him out of the ERA race, but if it wasn't for that start, he could have snuck in there and been very, very close to winning that. So Shane McClanahan, if you have some free bets, could be an ER uh, Cy Young candidate. And 
Um, if you can find an over-under prop on his Ks, I do like him going over that number as well. He did finish with 194 last year and only 166 innings pitched. So you're averaging a little more than 1K in inning. You're almost at 1.3Ks in inning. So presumably he pitches a little more than 166 innings this year. You're going to get that number. There you have it for the Tampa Bay Rays, guys. If you're not a subscriber of the Line Movers Network, I suggest you head over to the website. You can listen to all of our podcasts there. We have birds on uh, working on NASCAR once or twice a week. He'll be posting podcasts, and you're not going to want to miss every Sunday night during the MLB season. We're going to give away $50 on the Sunday night baseball game. And it's going to be for members only, so make sure you have an up-to-date membership and make sure you're a member. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it, and we'll be back with the Toronto Blue Jays on episode number 33. Have a good one, That's everyone. all for See now. Later. Until next time, be sure to check out our video podcasts as well on our website. If you have any questions or requests, send them our way at the underscore LM Network Twitter page or visit the contact page at thelinemovers.net. Thanks for listening and all your support.